Salutations, listeners. You are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are going to do a two-part um, spotlight on jazz homages or dedications, if you will. Now, there are some strict rules to this because I made sure that this is not jazz guys covering uh, rock and roll cats. You know, so for instance, the Herbie Hancock album The River, playing the music of Joni Mitchell, as great as that record is, that doesn't fit the criteria. Uh, it is also not uh, one of those instances in which there's one or two covers uh, by an artist playing the music of Thelonious Monk, you know, and then the rest are standards or the rest are original compositions. No, 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 no. So what this is is a two-part series. This is part one in which you have entire albums that are dedicated to the music of certain jazz artists. Now that's a pretty rigid definition and pigeonhole. But what I've found is that there are plenty of great, great, great examples of this. Now some uh, spotlighted artists will be repeated, but they'll be performed by different jazz artists so stay tuned sit back thank you for listening um and let's get to some great music here of jazz dedications and homages performed by other jazz musicians thank you for listening let's get to the music
Thank mm-hmm. you.
procession round the Harlem way. When the party's jumping, when it's twice as more than gay. Say the things are jumping, leaves no single doubt that everything is in full swing when you hear somebody shout. This joint is jumping, it's really jumping. Come on, cats, and check your hats. I mean, this joint is jumping. Piano stumping, dancers bumping. Come on, cats, and check your hats. I mean, this joint is jumping. Thank you. 
All right, so that was the very first set in our Jazz Dedications and Homages two-part uh, episodes. And um, so that last tune, uh, if you have been a, a student uh, of jazz, you may recognize that tune right away. And that tune is a original composition by the bassist and composer Steve Swallow, uh, called Falling Grace. And even if you're not a jazz student, maybe you've heard that tune uh, performed before by Chick Corea uh, with Gary Burton in a duo setting. But this recent recording on ECM Records uh, is by the great John Schofield, guitarist extraordinaire, uh, with his trio, including Bill Stewart on drums and the one and only composer himself, Steve Swallow, on bass. It comes from the album called Swallow Tales, and it is an, an entire album dedicated to the music of Steve Swallow. Now, Steve Swallow has been composing music for, oh man, probably 50 years now, and um, yeah, he's He's, he's been for a long time here recently. He's been a part of the John Schofield Trio. So it's wonderful to see John give Steve um, some, I think, overdue recognition for some of the greatest jazz compositions out there. Uh, other tunes on this album include Eider Down, Awful Coffee, and, and some of those other great Steve Swallow tunes. So I highly suggest you check it out. Before that... Because uh, you can't mention Steve Swallow without mentioning Carla Blay, as they are completely two peas in a pod. We heard Dreams So Real uh, from the Gary Burton Quintet, another ECM release, um, that is subtitled Dreams So Real, the music of Carla Blay. And the, lots of great tunes going on here with the Gary Burton Quintet. Uh, this is from the 70s, and um, Intermission Music, Vox Humana, Dream So Real, but I love that tune, Dream So Real, So, and it's the name of the album, so I figured that was a good tune to put in the, in the, in the set there. Uh, then we had two tunes back-to-back focusing on the musician and composer Fats Waller, Thomas Fats Waller, one of the greatest in jazz composition back in its heyday. Of course, Fats Waller was also an icon of the Harlem Renaissance, and many believe that if he wouldn't have passed away so young, that he would have given Ellington a run for his money as far as popular compositions continuing on and on and on, and and the breadth of them as well. So, in the middle of the set there, we heard probably the most famous, arguably the most famous, Fats Waller composition, Ain't Misbehavin', and we heard it by organ master Jimmy Smith. Off of the Blue Note album from 1962, Jimmy Smith plays Fats Waller. Now, you may be asking yourself, why in the world would a jazz organist, the godfather of jazz organ, be playing a tribute to Fats Waller in the 60s? Well, there's actually a reason. Because besides being an immense piano player and personality, Fats Waller was also one of the very first, if not the first, 
jazz musician to tackle the organ. And, in fact, he was a huge inspiration to uh, one William Count Basie, not only in his piano playing, but in his organ playing as well. And there are some beautiful organ recordings uh, of Count Basie with Joe Williams. Memories ad lib is one that comes to mind right away. But this is also why Jimmy Smith dedicated an album to Fats Waller, is because he's acknowledging, tipping the hat, giving homage, if you will, or a dedication to the father not the godfather, that would be Jimmy Smith, but the father of jazz organ, which would be Thomas Fats Waller. So, there you have it. And in a completely different vein, we heard modern composer and pianist Jason Moran with The Joint is Jumpin' from his Blue Note release, All Rise, the music of Fats Waller. And it's treating a lot of these Fats Waller compositions in a very modern twist. And you hear them in modern arrangements. So there's hip-hop, there's jazz, there's swing, there's different beats going on. And it's, it's a phenomenal take because it is so different on the music of Fats Waller. And then we started off the set with Dedication, an apt way to start from Nels Klein in his album New Monastery, A View into the Music of Andrew Hill. And this, there's tons of great musicians um, on this album. Ben Goldberg, uh, Bobby Bradford, Andrea Parkins, uh, Scott Amendola, Alex Klein, and it's all music of the composer-pianist Andrew Hill. And there's uh, covers of The Rump Roller, Yakata Yakata, uh, Dedication, which we heard, uh, and just a host of others. So if you like the music of Andrew Hill, I would highly suggest for you to check out that album. It's a different sort of album, but it's okay to, listening, to listen to challenging music from time to time. So what am I getting at? So you can see we had uh, an homage or a dedication to the music of Andrew Hill, Fats Waller, Carla Blay, and Steve Swallow, and in completely different veins. So I've gotten a few emails from you while I've been taking a hiatus, and I appreciate every one of you very, very much uh, taking the time to write to me. The thing is, is that some of you have said, like, well, I don't dig fusion, but I like some of the other stuff you do. And some of you said, well, man, you know, I, I really like the fusion stuff, but I don't know about the early stuff, you know. Well, this has something for everybody. So whether you're into kind of out there music like Nels Klein and Andrew Hill, or you're into the music of Carla Blay or Gary Burton or John Schofield and Steve Swallow or Jimmy Smith, Fats Waller, or more modern takes like Jason Moran, there is something for everybody in this podcast, guaranteed. So, with that being said, we are going to move on now to a dedication to the one and only Horace Silver. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Don't go away. Well, he put his axe, we're breaking 
Browns in beautiful gowns. You see tailor maids and hand me downs. You meet honest men and pickpocket skill. You'll find that business never closes till somebody gets killed. If Bill Street could talk, if Bill Street could talk. Married men would have to take their beds in war, except one or two who never drink booze. And the blind man on the corner who sings the Beale Street blues, he said, I'd rather be here than any place I know. Yes, I'd rather be here than any place I know. It's gonna take the sergeant for to make me go. Going to the river, maybe by and by. Yes, I'm going to the river, and there's a reason why. Because the river's wet. Down, down,
Once I had a man Sweet as he could be Once I had a man And he was right for me Kind of curly hair Eyes so soft and true That you couldn't help but care When he looked at you He called me baby Baby All the time He said baby can't you see Baby understand Baby you're for me Oh won't you take my hand But I pushed him away Wouldn't let him near Pushed him far away And now I'm wishing I could hear him call me baby Baby All the time Your love has flown Your 
and made the music play in his way. You said you'd rather die than say
Hell yeah. That was the incomparable musician and steel guitarist, Mike Neer, N-E-E-R. He is one of my favorite musicians and one of my favorite people as well. Uh, You should definitely follow him on Twitter if that's one of your outlets. He is hilarious and he is on point most of the time. Uh, and he has a very wonderful sense of humor. So this actually, uh, this wonderful surf rocking guitar version of Thelonious Monk's Epistrophe comes from the album Stelonious, which is an entire album dedicated to the music of Thelonious Monk by Mike Neer. Um, It is truly one of my favorite... Uh, Monk dedication albums and you you can't go wrong every arrangement is well thought out uh, immense musicality and this is music happening today this isn't um, you know 50 years ago sort of stuff so support the artists while they are alive I have bought this album and I urge you to as well Uh, If you want more information about what the covers look like and how to spell their names and all that, don't worry about jotting it down. We have all that information on our website. And that website is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. And there you can find out information for every episode, not just this one. So. Um, yeah, killer arrangement of epistrophe dedicated to Thelonious Monk. And that's the thing. Like I said, the whole album is dedicated to the music of Thelonious Monk. And in similar suit, before that we heard Dear Ruby, which was words pinned to the Thelonious Monk composition Ruby My Dear, sung by the inimitable Miss Carmen McRae on the album Carmen sings Monk. And it is an entire album of her singing Thelonious Monk compositions, which is amazing. Um, It is truly one of my favorite albums uh, by Carmen McRae, period. And she is singing um, Words to Blue Monk, Ruby My Dear, Monk's Dream, and Walk Bud, Round Midnight, every major uh, Monk standard that you can imagine and um, it, you, you should totally check it out especially if you're a fan of vocal jazz put it that way uh, before that we heard Baby All the Time by the sultry vocals and piano stylings of Miss Diana Crawl and her trio from the album All For You a dedication to the Nat King Cole Trio. And if you haven't heard the Nat King Cole Trio, you should totally hear that first. But this album is fantastic uh, as far as that goes in a dedication to the style uh, of vocal and piano with guitar and bass. And, yeah, the sultriness of Baby All the Time is spot on. So, way to go, Diana Krall. Um, Before that... We heard Beale Street Blues. Now, you might be scratching your head going, now wait a minute, what is that? 
and Beale Street Blues is one of the uh, blues tunes written by the father of the blues, which is W.C. Handy. And back on Columbia Records, the great Louis Armstrong had an entire album dedicated to the music of W.C. Handy. And in fact, the top of the album says, The Father of the Blues, interpreted by the master of jazz trumpet and jazz singing. Louis Armstrong plays W.C. Handy. And you might not know all of W.C. Handy's tunes, but you know more than what you probably think you do. Uh, For instance, St. Louis Blues is probably the most famous W.C. Handy tune. And it gets covered, along with others, um, in this wonderful album. And in fact, there's a, an interview with W.C. Handy at the end of the album, So, uh, at least on the CD version. So I hi- highly urge you to check that out as well. You can't go wrong with Louis Armstrong and ever, and especially when he's playing the music of W.C. Handy. And as we alluded to on the last break, we started off this entire set with Filthy McNasty, a tune written by the great Horace Silver and performed and sung words to by the wonderful Miss Dee Dee Bridgewater uh, from her album Love and Peace, a tribute to Horace Silver. And there are some fantastic songs on here, besides, of course, the, the gimmies, like Song for My Father, Uh, There is the Tokyo Blues, and of course what we heard there, Filthy McNasty. An incredible homage and dedication to the music of Horace Silver. Um, Yeah, so two sets down, and lots of diversity going on right here, from surf music to kind of hip-hop things to organ music, swing, and everything in between. So I do sincerely hope that you are enjoying it. Uh, We're going to throw you a few curveballs in this next set, so stick around. Don't go anywhere. This is the homage, jazz homage and dedication spotlight, part one, here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Lonnie's Lament, performed by the incomparable alto saxophonist Kenny Garrett. And behind him, the incredible rhythm section of Rodney Whitaker on the bass, Brian Blade on the drums, and the one and only Pat Matheny on electric guitar. This comes from the album Pursuance, the music of John Coltrane. And this is one of my favorite, if not my absolute favorite, Kenny Garrett album. Um, incredible arrangements of Dear Lord, Alabama, Giant Steps, Liberia, uh, tons of great songs, but Lonnie's Lament is truly the one that stuck out to me the most. And not just because of the outpouring of emotion from Kenny Garrett, but because of the monstrous solo that Pat Metheny took as well. In fact, and I may catch some heat for this, but you can't help the way you feel. I think that may be my favorite Pat Metheny solo. So, um, I remember buying this album in nineteen summer of 1995, and I have been digging it immensely for the last 25 years, um, and hopefully you do too. So, there you go. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, that album is an entire album dedicated to the music of John Coltrane by Kenny Garrett, which is just amazing. Before that, we heard a completely different take on the music of John Coltrane. We had a Coltrane twin spin there, and uh, we heard Saida's song flute by the one and only Archie Shep from his Impulse release for for Train by Archie Shep, in which he is tackling the music of John Coltrane in his own kind of style. It's not just playing verbatim the way that Coltrane did. And this is in the 60s. So this is not, I mean, this is while Coltrane was still alive. Uh, so this is not very far removed from the original uh, recording date in 1959 from Giant Steps. Um, and it's yet, it's probably the most different out of all the Coltrane kind of homages and dedications. So, uh, there's something to be said for that. That's not, everybody doesn't dig it. I understand that. But there's something to be said in at least checking out different arrangements or trying to completely deconstruct or reconstruct uh, a tune by a, a, a composer and an, a jazz artist that important. So, there you have it. Um, in the middle of that set, one of my favorite covers here recently, it is the awesome, awesome guitar stylings of Lionel Luiki. Luike. And um, it, it's off of his recent album, HH, which is an entire solo album dedicated to the music of Herbie Hancock. And we heard Lionel's take on the Herbie Hancock classic, Cantaloupe Island. I already love Cantaloupe Island. 
I was even a fan when US3 came out in the 90s with the sampled version Cantaloupe and I love this version it's so down home and soulful uh, with a little slap on the strings for a little bit of percussion um, but this is not a typical album uh, like I said it's a solo guitar album now I believe it was Herbie Hancock that found uh, Lionel Luweke and brought him into the forefront of the the jazz scene uh, him and Wayne Shorter but um, he is covering all sorts of Herbie Hancock tunes on this album and it's phenomenal Hang Up Your Hang Ups um, Rocket um, Come Running to, to Me and, and then so odd Herbie Hancock tunes which if you're not really deep into the Herbie catalog you might not know those uh, but then there's some more easily recognizable tunes like um, Dolphin Dance, Cantaloupe Island that we did here, uh, and Tell Me a Bedtime Story. So there's a lot of, of great material going on in this album, and I highly urge you to check out and support Lionel Loweke as he is one of the living artists. So let's support him while they're still alive, right? Right. Okay, before that, we heard serene which is uh, a tune if it sounded slightly familiar it, you must be listening to some Eric Dolphy uh, because that was serene Eric Dolphy's <coughs> serene from the album so long Eric homage to Eric Dolphy by Alexander von Schlippenbach and um, Aki Takasi and it's an album dedicated to just solely the music of Eric Dolphy. Um, but of course, there is lots of great cats on this album, including Carl Berger and Han Benink. So uh, it's on Intact, I-N-T-A-K-T, records. Um, and it's kind of got a little uh, nod to the Out to Lunch cover. Uh, once again, if you want to hear, or I'm sorry, if you want to see all of the album covers so you know what to order, download, go to your local music store, record store, and um, dig around for, you can check out all that information from our website. That's Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast, dot WordPress, dot com. And don't forget that you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all those great places. And please share with your friends if you think they dig it. Now, what we opened the set with was an amazing arrangement of an Ornette Coleman composition entitled Feet Music. And that was performed by none other than... Michael Vatcher, Joey Barron, Mark Dresser, Tim Byrne, and John Zorn. It's from the album Spy vs. Spy, and they are covering nothing but Ornette Coleman tunes and absolutely turning them, sending them on their head and turning them on their ears because who, who would have thought that 
Ornette Coleman music could sound so heavy. But in the hands of Zorn and Tim Byrne, yeah, it does. And it sounds fantastic. So hopefully you've dug that. Uh, We've got two more sets coming at you, so please uh, settle in. Don't go anywhere. Lots of interesting turns and twists and some real groovy music. But for right now, hold on to your seat, because we're going to start with Sonny Stitt here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you. 
good stuff. All right, so that tune was New Orleans Bump. And it's, it, it was performed by Wynton Marsalis from his album, Standard Time, Volume 6, Mr. Jelly Lord. And this entire album is dedicated to the music of probably jazz's first arranger and com a real composer, Jelly Roll Morton. And killer band, killer arrangements, and I just love the growl trumpet that uh, Winton is just exuding on this track. I mean, it's just, whoa, man, it's guttural, you know. So I dig it, man. Uh, before that, we heard Don't Explain, a tune by Billie Holiday. But it's performed this time by trumpeter Chet Baker from his album Baker's Holiday on Verve Records. Uh, this is an entire album dedicated to the music writ written by and associated with jazz vocalist Billie Holiday. So you are going to hear in this, well, if you get this album or check it out, which I highly suggest, you're going to hear There Is No Greater Love, uh, Easy Living, uh, and of course, Don't Explain, like what we heard before, among many, many others. Um, this is one of my uh, first few Chet Baker albums that I checked out under his own name, besides the work that he did with Jerry Mulligan. And um, the arrangements are fantastic. Um, the intonation is superb. The lyricism is out of this world, and the tunes are great. So it is a very tasteful homage to the music of the great Billie Holiday. So highly, highly, highly urge you to check out Baker's Holiday by Chet Baker on Verve Records. Before that, we heard Tempest Fugit by the wonderful Chick Korea and friends featuring Wallace Roney on the trumpet, Joshua Redman on the tenor saxophone, Christian McBride on the bass, Kenny Garrett, again Kenny Garrett, on the alto sax and the one and only Snap Crackle himself, Roy Haynes on drums. And it comes from Chick Corea's album Remembering Bud Powell. And it is an entire album with that band, which is a superb, elite all-star band, playing the music of Bud Powell. So besides what we heard, which is Tempest Fugit, um, there are other great tunes like Oblivion, uh, Bouncing with Bud. There's also uh, the uh, original composition, Bud Powell, which was a dedication to Bud Powell. So that kind of works. I mean, when, you know, what is it, 12 out of the 13 tracks are all Bud Powell tunes? Yeah, that qualifies as a pure Bud Powell homage and dedication. So, um, yeah, incredible music on this album. It's on Stretch Records. If you've never heard this album, do yourself a favor. It's a purple cover. Go to their website, check out what it looks like so you know what to look for, and just be prepared to be blown away because, I mean, it's an 
it's in Chick, Roy, Kenny, Christian, Joshua, and Wallace's hands. You can't go wrong. So there you go. And then we had two back-to-back uh, dedications to the Almighty Bird. Talking about Charlie Parker. Uh, the second tune in that set was a beautiful little kind of bossa entitled Repetition. And that's not a typical treatment for a Charlie Parker, uh, for a tune on a Charlie Parker dedication album. But yet, the trio of Stephen Scott on piano, Christian McBride on the bass, and the sensational Roy Hargrove on trumpet uh, did just that. So repetition is a, is a tune uh, that is associated with Charlie Parker from his Charlie Parker with Strings album on Verve, and this album, Parker's Mood, an entire album dedicated to the music of Charlie Parker, is on Verve Records as well. And I cannot stress just the creative thinking, arrangements, lyricism, and beauty from these three gentlemen, Stephen Scott, Christian McBride, and Roy Hargrove, navigating through so many of these tunes uh, by Charlie Parker. And if you really know Charlie Parker's music and those melodies, you need to do yourself a favor and check out this album. It's totally worth it. Now, we opened up the set with the one and only Sonny Stitt. Now, Sonny Stitt is a bad man. There's no doubt about that. Um, But for Atlantic Records, he did an entire album dedicated to Charlie Parker called Stitt Plays Bird. And tons of tons of Charlie Parker uh, tunes uh, like How High the Moon, Ornithology, uh, all those sort of things. But Coco is one of the most difficult, and it is also um, not only at the beginning and the end, but over the changes of the standard Cherokee, So, uh, which is one of the kind of elite tests for jazz musicians as they are coming up. So to hear it in the hands of Sonny Stitt is truly uh, a gift and I sincerely hope you enjoyed it so uh, we've got one more set for you uh, lots of cool music uh, like I said this is only part one in our dedication uh, slash jazz homage series uh, there is a part two uh, so please make sure you check out both hopefully you are digging it uh, I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to write to us, please make sure that you check out the website and where it says contact, fire away. Um, might not answer <laughs> promptly because life's been kind of busy, you know, uh, with work and gigs, etc. So, um, and trying to stay safe out there. So, you know, but I promise, uh, even if it's delayed, I will write you back. So, uh, yeah, much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, check out this last set on jazz homages and dedications here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
five, one o'clock A party may start slumping, you know To keep a party hearty, be a smarty Let your feet get to bumping Turn the music on and rattle the walls a little When the neighbors are complaining and remaining You know the joint of jumping Rhythm, people like a lot of rhythm You know when they pat their feet Rhythm makes them alive and they're ready to groove and take you with them That's a fact, so when you hear the call and start falling I mean, long as there's music and singing and grooving You're moving I tell you all, Get I wanna have a ball I'm ready to groove Let's blow, ready or no Oh boy, I'm feeling like I'm gonna raise the roof I'm hip, really I'm not Look like this party jumping time We'll be jumping through the night Till the broad daylight Crash the gate with some friends Hope the party never ends What a party Oh, what a party Oh, what a party I thought I'd creep in and take a peep in But when I settled down and nearly saw the same Then I knew I ought to leave it Yeah I had a ball and baby, that ain't all I do for singing You can tell I do by really digging what I'm swinging Oh, what a party, oh, what a party I never saw so many people really jumping Especially after one o'clock I mean, my Adam jumping up and down the whole block What a ball, man, I really tell you all When you feel the smell, they on the clock
Absolutely gorgeous music. Alright, so that was our last set, and we started it with The Good Doctor, talking about Mac Revenant, better known as Dr. John. We heard I'm Gonna Go Fishing, and that comes from his album Duke Elegant. Dr. John performing the music of Duke Ellington. And trust me, there is some hip ass arrangements of Caravan, Mood Indigo, tons of great stuff. You cannot go wrong with that. Um, and Twin Spin as well. Another homage, if you will, to the great Edward Kennedy Ellington. Thelonious Monk plays Duke Ellington. We heard it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. And Similarly, the entire album is all Duke Ellington tunes in Thelonious Monk's hands with his inimitable style, and you cannot go wrong with that. Um, 
in the middle of the set there, we heard One O'Clock Jump from the Vocalese Giants, Lambert, Hendrix, and Ross from their album, Sing a Song of Basie. And of course, that's Dave Lambert, John Hendrix, and Annie Ross. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Vocalese style of music, that's taking uh, melodies and solos of classic jazz recordings and actually pinning words to the exact rhythms and singing them as if you were the instrumentalist. It's quite a difficult thing to do, um, but a very cool effect. So, but yeah, sing a song of Basie dedicated to the music of Count Basie and using the Basie rhythm section. Super cool. Uh, then we heard one of my favorite versions of the Bill Evans composition, Interplay. This is actually, believe it or not, by the incredible jazz flautist Herbie Mann. And it comes from his album, Peace pieces the music of bill evans a whole host of great cats on this joe la barbara eddie gomez randy brecker and of course every man on the flute and the whole album is killer I, I i cannot stress enough uh if you love or dig the music of bill evans and who doesn't dig bill evans everybody digs bill evans um you should check this out. This is not like the rock and roll kind of Herbie Man flute stuff. This is real deal. And it's quite lyrical, quite tasteful. And I highly, highly suggest it. And it's called Peace Pieces, the music of Bill Evans. And we heard Interplay, which was made famous by uh, Bill Evans in a recording with Jim Hall and Freddie Hubbard uh, by the same name. So there you go. Um, and then we finished out the set with vocalist Tierney Sutton with her rendition of Bill Evans's Turn Out the Stars. Incredible version, incredible vocals, incredible music, uh, twin spin on Bill Evans there. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are nothing without you, so we do appreciate your time, patience, and uh, you digging it. Uh, remember, you can write to us if you'd like. Check out the website, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. Um, and so this is the end of part one be on the lookout for part two of our jazz homages and dedications spotlight again um, in the famous words of Duke Ellington thank you for listening and we do love you madly so until next time ashes to ashes dust to dust Y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust.